Ah, bonjour, everyone. Week four. Who is four out of four? Who is up for it? And who is watching the golf? <laughs> you get what I did there, huh? Four. <laughs> Southampton, take me to heaven. Uh, Cardiff score, but Ronaldo does not. All this and more coming right up in our latest installment of Ball of Soul. Welcome everyone to Born Offside. It is week four and we have seen once again a plethora of wonderful football matches in a, uh, in a weekend that was actually devoid of top billing football matches, but yet was very interesting. Dave, what do you think? Oh, what do I think? What does it matter anymore? Who cares? Who cares about bloody football? Let's talk about Brexit for an hour. <laughs> Brexit, all right, but we'll twist it around. Uh, uh, well, let's, you're right. Let's talk about Brexit, and we'll start uh, as the weekend started with Brexit with Leicester versus Liverpool. Um, we'll start- <laughs> That's not even a link. That's not even a suspicious segue. You've just said words. I have. I've come out with the words, and I thought I'd just go for the words. Uh, but yeah, now we've. Oh, D- Dave, Dave, you're you're not you're not happy this weekend, are you? You're not. You're we'll not get to that in a minute. We'll, not, we'll get to we'll that. Get to that. Right. We'll, we'll talk about Leicester versus <laughs> Liverpool, and we'll talk All about right. it surely because, mate, I correctly predicted the score. I said two-one Liverpool. It was two-one Liverpool. However, <laughs> it wasn't a Harry McSwazzy slab head, bullet header from two yards. It was. Um, and Alison Blunder. Alison has messed it up. Alison Moye has messed it up once again. Uh, well, I say once again. Once again, I say because apparently he took a little bit of time also getting into his Napoli days uh, when he was... Uh, uh, Roma, you mean? Sorry, Roma, sorry. Roma days when he was out there. And I think it was... Sh- was it Chesney that was, it was in the first season was keeping him off and uh, he wasn't actually in when he first arrived at, uh, at Roma as well. And he's, it took a little while to get into it. Um, but he was known for, for making a couple of little blunders like this. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll crack straight into it. Mate, this is obviously going to be a bit of a feature, isn't it? This is how I predicted it last week and I didn't predict that one very well last week, did I? Uh, but is that an impersonation it. of my voice? <laughs> what? I like really, that? to God... Girl. Allah, Buddha, whichever deity it is you believe in, hope that I do not sound like that. Mate, you I don't, want to, I want don't, to, don't you listen to the, to the reruns of this? You do. No. You completely sound like that. All right. Oh, okay. Whatever. I want to pick up on the fact, and it's interesting that you mentioned Alison Moye, uh, mm-hmm. because the goalkeeper is called Alison. And uh, for the uh, people who, unlike you and I, have not lived in Korea, Moye sounds very much like Moye, as in like, what are you doing? So literally, Alison Moye was very appropriate in this, in this sense because, Alison, what the fuck were you doing? What um, were you doing? <laughs> and, and also, it, I can't... Can you think of any Alison Moye songs? I mean, I'm aware of Alison Moye, but um, name me an yeah. Alison Moye song. Uh, uh, name, uh, uh, oh, you've, you've got me on the spot now, haven't you? Um, uh, uh, no. No, me neither. <laughs> Not one. No, screw it. It doesn't really matter. I know she existed, and I know she was uh, <laughs> uh, running around all over the place and doing the stuff that, 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 that she was doing. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I can't really think of any uh, sort that of should be, That should be your welcome to Alison Moyer if you ever find yourself in the company of her. 
you can you could say hello i'm aware of your existence and um <laughs> i think she'd probably take that as a, as a credit may i um i'm going off topic here and i'm this might happen throughout this podcast because obviously i'm upset about the weekend's result but i mm. once uh at a social occasion which i won't tell you the full story of but once at a social occasion about a year ago i met monica Lewinsky. And no. Yeah, 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 oh, I did. Cool. All right. Um, yeah. What did you it say? Was, well, this is the thing. I didn't because I couldn't think of anything to say. Oh, what? <laughs> Mate, what do you. you say in this situation? Hello, Monica. I'm a big fan of your work. No. <laughs> I can't say that. And she's like, oh, you mean, which, which work do you mean? My philanthropic work? My artwork? My, no, no, no. No, no, no. no, no the no. thing she was famous for. No. Come on. That so work. I just smiled at her and like inquired as to whether or not she'd be going. We were in a theater and I was like, are you getting ice cream? And she was like, yeah. And she went and got ice cream. Because <laughs> it brings the boys to the yard. Oh, that's milkshake. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she doesn't consider it work, you know, and then you would have been like, I love your work. And she's like, what work? You know, I mean, you know, it's, it's yeah, well, I didn't, I thankfully didn't say that. Um, and I think that wasn't a blunder, but you know, who did make a blunder getting all the way back to the football? Alison. <laughs> Alison Moyer. Yes. So uh, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little bit funny what he did really uh, f- uh, to start with. Okay. Uh, and now Klopp has played this down quite a lot. He's turned around and said, you know, it's, it's not anything to be worried about. It's uh, uh, it, it can happen to anyone and, uh, and all this stuff. Well, and- interestingly, interestingly, Jürgen, yep. our favorite German said, I'm glad he's got it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, mate, which is my approach to Kyle Walker playing centre-back for England. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Except he does it once every bloody game. So let's hope he he doesn't get it out of the way every game. Um, But it really was an Alison Moyer blunder, wasn't it? It was an Alison blunder. Do you think Jürgen was sat on the bench going, yeah, well, I mean, because I thought Leicester had been pretty poor up until then. And Hmm. um, and, uh, do you think Jürgen was sat there going, yeah, this is is quite easy, yeah, yeah, just going, everybody agree? Yeah, shall I tell Alison to fuck it up now? Yeah, yeah, we all agree? Okay, (laughs) Alison, fuck it up. Get it out of the bay. Oh, yes, boss, yes, boss. he did. Uh, he did. And if, he, if he's turning around saying, I'm glad he got it out of the way, I wonder if he applauded when he did it. Like, because <laughs> no, I don't know. There's a, there's a shot of Jürgen. He's not applauding. He's not applauding. <laughs> he's definitely not well, a happy bunny. In which case, he's lying during his press conference, all right? <laughs> yes, that was a fib. <laughs> I'm, glad I got, I'm glad I got it out the way. No, I'm sorry, mate, because otherwise you would have been applauding all the way through that. So no Can you go. imagine if a journalist went, it's not what your face said, Jürgen. <laughs> <laughs> Should have caught him out there, shouldn't they? Yeah. Um, he, he blamed Virgil instead. And he said that Virgil's back pass put him under pressure. But it mate, did. He had, uh, not yeah, that much pressure. I mean, no, it was a bad back pass, but it wasn't that bad a back pass. I mean, is he under so much pressure, like outside of the game, to control the ball and play, uh, play with his feet and, and, and to play, pick out a pass that he didn't feel as though he could smack the ball into Rosette, which is he what he didn't even do. need to smack the ball into Rosette. He could have smacked the ball towards the Liverpool player. Like, you know, it's not like your options are A, smack the ball into Rosette, B, attempt a Cruyff turn. There is a C. C exists. <laughs> Well, C obviously didn't come into play and neither did A. He went straight for the Cruyff turn. He went, I don't get many chances for a Cruyff turn. I'm going to do it now. Well done. And uh, well done, Alison. Alison Blunder uh, for your first one. Um, 
good stuff. Leicester uh, made a bit of a fight of it in the second half, didn't they? And that was... Uh, well, once I think that, that happened, they did. I thought, that, I yeah. thought they were poor up until then. They Basically, were. They, they intensity. Were. I thought uh, Firmino... Uh, I thought Firmino's goal was terrible defending. I, I'm not aware of how dazzled the players were by Bobby's teeth. Yes. Uh, as he ghosted in. Which, how could you <laughs> ghost in with teeth that shiny? It doesn't make sense. He did, though. He did. He ghosted straight in. He closed uh, his mouth and everybody wondered where he'd gone. <laughs> That's how you do it. Hey, boys, want to watch me ghost? Check this out. Ooh, that was amazing. He closed, where, closed his mouth. He, he oh, I see. There he is. Dash yeah. cunning. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But, but uh, they, they continue to just uh, uh, wheel away with the results, don't they? So that's uh, uh, three three now. Uh, sorry, four out of four. Just just going from strength to strength. Uh, but, of course, their next match is, uh, is a, 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 well, a bit of a tasty, juicy one at, uh, at well, I want to say White Hart Lane. Um, but uh, Wembley. Is it? It's at Wembley. It's still at Wembley. <laughs> And it's nowhere near as tasty and juicy as it should be. I feel like we've covered the Watford-Tottenham game in its entirety now. No, we let's have not. No, that's later. But we will move on. And let's move on in chronological order, but also in alphabetical order as well. Because we're starting with Albania versus Fulham. Uh, um, a match that we thought we didn't really care about, did we? We thought 0-0, 1-1. We actually got it correct in the sense that it was a draw. Uh, but this one was highlighted. It was two all in the end for, uh, with the Albania versus Fulham down on the south coast. Uh, but this one was really highlighted by uh, Mitrovic's crazy handball, really, wasn't it? Mate, your prediction of 1-1 would have been spot on if Mitrovic hadn't played because he, he had a go at, you know, basically contributing a goal at either end. Because um, <laughs> he scored the one he scored and then he did the most insane handling of the ball. Um, in a completely unnecessary situation, the ball's coming down and he decides to control it with his hand, um, did, which did, is did not legal. As well? <laughs> I just see his face. It was so, I must admit, from where I was watching the first time I saw it, I thought, uh, oh, no, surely that's not, you know, and it was just everybody was calling for it. And then, and I thought it, it, it hit the top of his, his shoulder and therefore it was unfair, especially judging by his reaction. But in the replay, it, blatantly he's blatantly controlled that with his arm um balls hoofed up it's hard to get your bearings isn't it a little bit but well, he knows where he is he knows where the ball is and he knows where his arm is as well and he's going towards <laughs> i may I, I saw it in real time and i thought what's he doing oh it's dear very uh, silly it really was. Um, converted by uh, uh, Mr. Murray, who has been uh, a, a real, uh, a, really absolutely amazing in these first four matches, hasn't he? He's, uh, it uh, is amazing how a man so old can score <laughs> so many goals at the top, top level. And um, interestingly, he should take the penalty after Pascal Gross had missed his penalty. It was, a, I thought, a thoroughly excellent save by the Fulham goalkeeper, that one. Mm, yes, it really was. Um, but it was just, oh, it was just one of those things. It, it, it's got to be, Mitrovic must be really feeling it at the moment. I mean, initially, I don't know what Newcastle fans are thinking right now, but I should imagine they're probably a, a, got a little bit happy because, um, you know, for, for the first part of the season, they have been uh, on and on about, you, you know, you wait for it and he just keeps on scoring. Uh, which is something that he was obviously not I think not Mitrovic able. was pretty popular at Newcastle, though, wasn't he? I think the fans liked him because he's, he's a trier. I mean, 
and I think his problem is two problems. One, he's not quite a good, as good at finishing as he should be. He's very good at hold up. He's good intelligent runs. He's good in the air and all of that, but he's not quite as deadly a finisher as he should be. And then they, obviously his other problem is, is these moments of absolute insanity. Uh, mm. Usually they involve putting his fist not onto the ball, but into the face of a player. Uh, <laughs> so that's an improvement in one sense, but yeah. He's, uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, it was one of those things. And, uh, and I think, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the team's, I think the team's going to be a bit, a bit annoyed with him, uh, obviously, by the end of it. Because really, you know, you can't, you can't be doing that, you know, on, at such a pivotal, 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 pivotal time of the game. Uh, it was finding it, it, it uh, you know, it's just, it's, he's thrown it away, basically. Absolutely thrown it away. Um, yeah, so, uh, so that one ended two all, which was actually quite, uh, quite interesting and quite, uh, quite entertaining. Um, uh, Chelsea versus the Cherries. Uh, this we, was we less it, entertaining than we thought it was going to be, right? Yeah, we, you know, I had yeah. a gold fest, but it was a very routine win. Boring. No, absolutely. Yeah, it really was, wasn't it? Uh, there really wasn't much there. Bournemouth just set up, set up a stall, and, and and decided to 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 park the old bus, and uh, and and just to make sure that they sort of sat back. Um, Eddie Howe came out at the end of it and said that they had the best, better of the chances. Uh, but I thought uh, uh, not, not really. Um, uh, they possibly a little bit hard done by uh, uh, during the match, but he didn't come out and, and protest too much. So I thought uh, uh, probably in the end, a, a deserved uh, a result on, on the, uh, you know, on, on the flip side of it all. So um, but yeah, uh, uh, any, anything else on, on Chelsea versus uh, uh, Bournemouth at the moment? I've got nothing other than to say Chelsea are four out of four, so probably we have to take them seriously. Yeah, four out of four. And uh, Pedro and Hazard were, were in there, and of course Pedro in off the box, uh, off the bench, and Hazard uh, just keeps, keeps on showing why Real Madrid will be very, very interested, uh, obviously, soon, uh, but uh, not just yet. So... Um, good. We'll just move on very quickly to what was probably the highlight of of the weekend. I should imagine in many people's eyes. How happy are you? How <laughs> happy are you, fella? Come on, Crystal. I'll do the intro for you. Crystal Palace oh. nil, Southampton Football Club two. Uh, oh. We had this down as Hughes's last game. Clearly, it wasn't because because he's got a result. Um, mate, I haven't seen the game. You you have seen the game. I've seen the goals. Uh, the the Palace defending didn't look all that great to me, but um, what did you think? <laughs> Tell us your your unbiased uh, view, mate. <laughs> it's very difficult actually to be biased or unbiased uh, uh, about stuff like this because um, uh, the. The, the truth is, if we're going to be uh, uh, truthful about uh, about this, was it was two extremely poor sides uh, playing out a very poor match, and Southampton were the least poor of the two. Um, so, it, yeah, thank you very much. Um, first of all, Danny Ings's goal was just comical. Uh, Cedric, you know, sort of hoofed it, hoofed it up, uh, uh, hoping to be able to get get it uh, past. Uh, uh, the defence. He actually aimed for um, I think it, I can't remember if it was uh, Charlie Austin or I think it was uh, Shane Long. Aimed for Shane Long. Shane Long got a bit of a slap in the face and went down and I, I think 
um, uh, the defender around the back thought that it was going to be intercepted. It wasn't. It bounced once, bounced twice. And then, uh, you know, uh, Danny Ings just sort of stepped in with the outside of his boot and just slid, slid it in under the keeper. God, I love those goals when they come in. You don't have to, you know, just take it into your stride. You don't need an extra touch. You don't need to think about it. And it just goes in, you know, whereas really, to be honest, the keeper could have got something to it. Uh, uh, so it was a bit bit lucky, I reckon. But it was a, a good enough finish, uh, 1-0 up. And then really, we kind of, uh, yeah, so, sorry, Southampton kind of uh, um, controlled, don't want to say we. <laughs> uh, Southampton, I think, controlled it quite quite well. Uh, um, although Palace did definitely have a couple of chances. Benteke was terrible. You know, Benteke, oh my goodness, he had a, a couple of uh, uh, headers which he should have scored from. Uh, admittedly, they hit the crossbar, but so did we uh, as well. So it, it was an extremely boring first half. And the second half, it came to life a little bit uh, uh, in comparison to the first one. Uh, but Hoybjergs, uh, Hoy, Hoybjergs, who I, I just, I don't know, I can't pronounce his name, uh, uh, his goal at the end, uh, once he scored, mate, I was, I was up and running and my kids were up at the time and, and I was all over the place and kids were, were hugging me, not realizing why they were hugging me. It was just a, it was a beautiful moment. Uh, but I still say Hughes out. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, con- congrats, mate. Well, well done. Uh, let's move on to a result that we're both very happy about. Yes. I mean, I'm happy about Southampton winning, but the next one, I'm very happy about. Oh, mate, absolutely. Let's move straight on to what really was uh, a very entertaining football match. We thought it would be. We knew it would be. I predicted it wrong. You predicted it, or predicted the score right anyway. Uh, 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 West Ham nil, Wolves won. And it was uh, uh, really quite, quite the match, this one. What have, we, what have we got on this one? Well, I think, yeah, there was a match and two teams played the footballs and the <laughs> ball went from one end to the other. But all you really needed to see was the last couple of kicks of the game whereby uh, West Ham have pretty much given up and are playing for nil-nil and play a ball into midfield. And who is it who loses the ball? Mate, um, it is Devin. No, not Devin Sanchez. The other Sanchez. Um, oh, Carlos Sanchez. Carlos Sanchez. What an idiot! What an idiot! I'm sorry, but mate, look, oh, I don't mate. understand. Are you oh. are you being critical of him? <laughs> sorry, did that come across as sarcastic? <laughs> no, he was a bloody idiot. I have not. I that that was a huge mistake. I'm, Absolutely huge. Um, admittedly, he was harried, you know, and being harried in the 94th minute by, uh, or 92nd minute or whatever it was, you know, by, by one of the opposition players. By you don't really expect it. By Absolutely. Nevsh touched it and he managed to get the ball off him, harry the ball off him. Suddenly the whole defense was wide open. Moutinho just put in a pass to the bootylicious, <laughs> the oh, ever man. so... Oh, that booty moves so- fast. It's a fast booty. It is a very uh, fast booty. A skillless booty, but yeah. <laughs> am I the only one who thinks that um, Flappy Hansky should have saved that? He's been beaten yeah. at his near post. He's been beaten at his near post. You know what they say. You shouldn't really, really be being beaten at your near post. But such was the venom of the shot. And I think, because uh, Troy is a left footer, I think, isn't he? And I think he hit it with his right. Um, and it, But he just... So that, that says it all. Obviously, Troy just wanted to just smack it as hard as he possibly could. I don't even think he knew where he was aiming for. And it went, it flew past him. No, I, I, I don't think, I don't think Flappy Hansky ha, had much he could do because of the speed of the shot. Uh, uh, but, um, but what, oh my goodness. I mean, if you're a West Ham fan, I mean, 
we we suffered from it. Sorry, we Southampton suffered from it last week against uh, uh, Old Slabed. You know, uh, a, a a late last minute winner is always very very painful to take you know it's a real smack in the stomach and if you've eaten something dodgy over over lunch it's coming out uh and and that one i think the west ham fans must have all thought what is going on so uh i guess the big question is now west ham played four lost four manuel pellegrini what's going to happen with him you got to feel for him a little bit but um there's something at that club which is beyond just the manager it's i don't want to say it's rotten because that sounds horrible but there is something deeply wrong i think it honestly stems from the fact that the the board seem to be buying the players they buy decent enough players but with not any kind of strategy like when they sign someone you're like oh okay so where's he going to oh really um hmm uh whatever like it's it's bizarre, and I, I, I don't think you can blame Pellegrini, although he's also, to me, a strange appointment because Pellegrini, when he was at Man City and he had some success, he had fantastic players. Mm. Um, and West Ham, he doesn't have those players. It's, it's, a, it's a strange one. You know, actually, you know when uh, Mourinho was talking about the fact that he had three premierships and the rest of the league only had two? <laughs> yes. And I, I was going, well, obviously Pep's got one. And then it took me forever to think of who the other man. I was like, no, Klopp hasn't got one. And, and I was, you know, listening off in my head and I was like, Pochettino's not got one. And, uh, well, Eddie Howe's never won one. And then all I was, oh, bloody hell, Pellegrini. Pellegrini. Like, you, you totally forget about it. It's like I forget sometimes that Ancelotti won the Premier League. Like, it just mm. kind of dissolves into your, into your subconscious. So I... Um, Rather than discussing how I forget things all the time, which could be a very interesting podcast. I think it'd be uh, very dull. But I think it's not Pellegrini's fault, but I think I don't see West getting better for West Ham. I mean, the two away games are hard, right? Away to Arsenal and away to Liverpool, which is tricky. But Bournemouth and Wolves at home, you'd be expecting to take four points at least from those two games. And they've got zero. It's bad. It is, isn't it? It's not looking good at all. Uh, sitting rock bottom at the bottom of the table all by themselves because everyone else has got points now on the board. Uh, mate, even Cardiff have got two more points than they do. So uh, it, it, it is worrying signs. They'll probably welcome this international break, uh, which, is, uh, which is coming up now uh, so that they can sort of regroup a little bit. They've got Everton coming up uh, uh, next, next match. Um, uh, but that's a way. And then they've got uh, some real tough ones. They've got Chelsea, uh, fair enough, at home and Man United at home. So um, we, we talked about it, I think, last last week as well, that this, re- this game really was a must win because now they're going to be coming back into this. And uh, heck, they could, be, they could be played six, lost six before they played Ooh. seven. Sorry, lost seven. Uh, What's uh, the record, mate, for the longest losing well, streak in the Premier League? Didn't Crystal Palace uh, uh, do it? Are the longest losing streak? Um, well, Palace, uh, not... Palace, no one had, uh, Palace opened last year with seven losses without a goal. That was, yes. that was, that was part of their record. But I wonder what the longest total losing streak is. I'm going to look it up, mate, while you talk. 
Yep, no, fair enough. You can look it up. Um, I, I would imagine that whoever went on the longest losing streak probably got relegated, although that's not always the case as well, because there are some teams who do extremely well at the beginning of the season. And then just, you know, by October, November, they just started losing, lose, 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 and they go all the way through. And then they just managed to sort of win the necessary ones to keep them alive at the end. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's I have definitely it, mate. worrying I have signs. It. I have sure. it. The longest losing streak was Sunderland. In 2002-2003, 15 games in a row oh. that they lost. <laughs> it's going to take some beating, but, uh, mate, are West Ham candidates for it? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, um, it's, 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 it's worrying times. And then the, the longest losing start uh, is a joint record between last year's Crystal Palace and Portsmouth of 2009-2010. It's seven. So seven is seven. the longest losing start. That Pompey team did go on to stay up, though. That's the well, one where um, Harry Redknapp came in and, and sorted it out. Well, so, did, so, did, so, did Crystal, uh, so did Crystal Palace when, uh, when Hodgson came in as well. So, so yeah, so there's, there's bright Maybe it's a good thing to do. Maybe you should lose your first seven. There you go, you know. But obviously not great signs for Pellegrini because he'll be losing his, uh, losing, his, uh, losing his marbles, be losing his job and his marbles, that's for sure. Uh, so, yeah, so wonderful, uh, wonderful stuff. I think that was uh, absolutely great. Mate, one more and then we'll go off for a break. Uh, Manchester City, uh, uh, the uh, Manchester City 2, Newcastle 1. We thought it would be dull, but it wasn't that dull, but still not great really was it so uh yeah uh, i mean i watched this game in its entirety and newcastle put up more of a fight than i thought they were going to Mm. Um, and they did score a a very credible goal and that goal Mm. served a little bit of a reminder that um city are not great defensively they have problems if you if you get at them they can be got at defensively and they weren't as attacking fluent they weren't as fluent attacking as they usually are mostly in due to the fact that Newcastle did well, but I also thought City lacked a certain something um, hmm. going, going forward. They weren't quite as just, you know, they didn't pass the ball as, as well as they did, perhaps missing De Bruyne, um, perhaps not, but like the, I know there was a, a certain drive missing. Sterling scored a very good goal. Walker scored yeah. a very good goal. Walker seems to have stolen Danny Rose's socks. Uh, yes, I saw. Was I? I was looking around to see if anyone else had them, but no, they must. They've got something going on there, don't they? I reckon. Um, <laughs> Do you think it could be a fashion range? It's a. It's a former Tottenham fullback. Well, Danny Rose is still a Tottenham fullback. Uh, yeah. At least for now, anyway. But like, it, yes, maybe it's a. It's a. It's a London cheesy whole sock thing. I don't. Oh. Yeah. I don't understand it. Could well be. Could well be. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, uh, uh, mate. Um, I, I was I was happy for Yedlin. I I, I really was. I thought uh, it was nice to to have another American come in and and you know because we haven't seen uh, American outfield players for a little while now, have we? So um, so it's nice to to see him uh, uh, sort of come in and uh, and score. What was the reception like over there in the states? Was there anything at all? Was there any talk about? Yes, him I mean, um, I, I got I got a few text messages from people saying they were were, were happy for him. Um, Good. You, you know what it was like when we were living in Korea and the Korean players scored that they, they, were, they were pleased and impressed with it. Um, the, hmm. US, the US men's team is at kind of an all-time low here because just at the time that they were getting excited about football, they had the, uh, the World Cup, which was there in Brazil, and they got to the quarterfinal, I believe, beat mm-hmm. Belgium on the way. Uh, 
the MLS has uh, record crowds. It actually has higher attendance in terms of people who go to the games than the NBA has. The NBA has a lot more people watching on TV and basketball arenas are, are, are usually 15 to 20,000 people. So it's a bit deceptive, but it is better attended than, than something as large as, as the NBA is. So football was on a, a soccer was on the up and up. And, um, but the, the U S national team managing to lose to Trinidad Ugh, good Lord. And not getting past that Panama side that we all saw at the World Cup. Um, <laughs> God bless them. I, oh, I think their yeah, kind of disenchantment with, with, the, with the national team is, is, is pretty high. So the likes mm. of Yedlin and Bradbury and uh, Pulisic are not that popular at the moment. They've got, mm. they've got some work to do. Kind of like England did after they went out to Iceland. So mm. yeah, I mean, it can be done, but yeah, I mean, it's not going to be huge waves. The The NFL season starts next week, so that's taking up more of people's attentions. Mm. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, good. Well, uh, yeah, fingers crossed for him. I, I, I hope he does well. I, I like seeing him. I think he's a, he's a good player, and uh, it, it, it's good to see uh, uh, a good, uh, worthy right back, you know, getting up the field the way he did to score that goal, which to, to me seemed a little bit sort of, well, a bit of a shock, really, more than anything else, you know, because every single pass in that break just went well. So, uh, uh, you know, and a lot of the times, I think to break against Manchester City, everything needs to go perfectly well. You know, every, every single pass needs to be, you know, bang on the money for you to be able to, to get a chance of scoring like that. So a really good break. And uh, obviously it was a bit of a, a bit of a shock, but uh, Man City came back in the second half, did more of the same. Like you said, Carl Walker did what? what he does and uh and 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 that's it you know man city back on the rail again sorry not back on the rail back on the they wouldn't be on the rail would they (laughs) back on back on what they do anyway all good um i don't know if mike ashley was watching but uh anyway if if he was more of that i think maybe we should actually try and cover mike ashley in newcastle a little bit more in future uh, uh in future podcasts we'll see We'll see what happens. Um, All right. Okay, let's go for a bit of a break. When we come back, we will review the remaining three matches uh, of Sunday. Uh, Cardiff versus Arsenal, Man United versus Burnley, and, of course, the most fantastically anticipated top-of-the-table clash that was Watford versus Spurs. That old devil called love. Is this love, ordinary girl? These are just some of the many hits Alison Moyet had. These two idiots know nothing about the finer things of life. But here's part two anyway. Welcome uh, to part two of the Born Offside podcast. Uh, we're going to review the Premier League's uh, three remaining matches uh, from Sunday. Uh, a, a Sunday that you uh, actually uh, baptised as Sunday Bloody Sunday, I believe, in the last podcast. How appropriate was that? <laughs> uh, um we'll get on to the reasons for its appropriateness later we can delay that all the time mate cardiff arsenal we did this game a disservice i want to talk about it we'd said it would be nils we all had nils all over it it was five goals mate five of them um unbelievable unbelievable a, a couple of them quite good i mean obama yes. yeah, was a lovely goal it um, was yes lacazette uh, as well uh again you know, the keeper bang. beating at his near post though Ah, oh, but again, the speed of it and this, you know, ah, you're, height you're right. on it as well. I can accept actually when there's a bit of height that because that's tricky. 
because like the ball's oh. not just going past you to your left it's also going above you to a degree so i might, well, I might let that uh, one go yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm going to let you have a little bit of fun with this one because uh, I've got two words for you, uh, which I think you'll you'll enjoy very much. But let me just sort of mention one thing on that uh, being beaten uh, uh, badly uh, by a football player. Petr Cech. Mm. Now, um, <laughs> Petr Cech, for the uh, for the Cardiff, uh, congratulations, Cardiff, by the way, you're you are the uh, last of the was it 94 teams in in the seven. top. Well, no, mate, tier. they're not because because. Um, uh, Team Ronaldo has still yet to score. Oh, well, hang on a second. We're talking about, oh, you're talking about the world. I was just talking about England. Uh, okay. So it, they were I'm the, also the, the counting team. Ronaldo as a team. As a team, yes. Ronaldo FC. So, yes. uh, <laughs> um, Cardiff, congratulations. Obviously, two goals. Your first goal was by uh, Camarasa, the Spanish, uh, Spanish wizard. Is he a Spanish wizard? I don't know whether yes. he's a wizard or not. Yeah, go Black on then. Magic. We'll call him the Spanish wizard. And uh, and of course Ward as well got the uh, got the second in there um, uh, to Lovely level it up. After. It, it was very good. In off the uh, post. A goal is improved when it goes in off the post. <laughs> it's very true. And it was his first Premier League goal. Of course it was because it was probably most <laughs> Cardiff City's. Uh, a team's first Premier League goals, um, but mate, the first goal, Camarasa's goal. I know he smacks it, but if you watch that in 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 slow motion and replay, Petacek goes down like a sack of spuds. Uh, he goes down like I mean, and w- what annoys me about that is that. Um, uh, one of the Arsenal defenders is already diving in his, you know, down along the ground so that he can intercept any raspers, you know, any daisy cutters, which are going to be shot. So Petacek, get brave. I know, I know you hurt your head, uh, you know, uh, 75 years ago and you've decided to wear this, this uh, fashionable, whatchamacallit thing. I uh, can't understand where he wears that bloody hat. I do not <laughs> understand how that hat is uh, going to save his life. It's a... <laughs> very very thin thing like wear a fucking helmet or don't even bother (laughs) what is the point of that wispy little thing that he puts on his head like if i kick him in the skull is he going to survive thanks to that little bit of padding he's got no it's silly even if you didn't have boots on and just did it with your bare foot kicking him in the skull would still yeah no it was it's it's amazing. i know that he had that that pretty bad injury uh fine uh, fine seven, mate, that's years. totally fine you have a bad injury understand fracture of the skull brains under you know they had to drain water out of it. understand the the, yep. the yep. fear that you're having but i do not understand the precaution of protecting it with a piece of fabric you might as well put a bloody tea towel on your head what's <laughs> the point it's very true do you reckon the the physios know that and it's like uh but they're giving this Oi, lads, lads, he doesn't want to go out there. What have we got? Um, I've got this thing that's actually supposed to give your knee support. Uh, I could cut a couple extra holes in it. Yeah, do that, do that. Cut, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll give that to him. Oi, Pat, this, this, yeah, mate, save your head. Idiot. <laughs> if Stephen Hunt comes raging towards me and hits me in the head again, yeah, save your life. Put it on, off you go. <laughs> There you go. Have some of that. You know, um, I should imagine it probably smells pretty bad after a while as well. Or do you think he takes oh, it off? He has after- a lucky one. Do you think he has a lucky one? Maybe he does. Yeah, totally. Like an x-ray vision one, you know? He's able to sort of, you know, drop the glasses over the top of it and, and become like, you know, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, or, or does, he, does he take it off at the end of each match and give it to a supporter? <laughs> to give it to one of the kids in the, in the front row. Here you go, son. Thank you. You know, uh, 
too manky. Not good. Um, mate, it was, uh, I thought it was, it was terrible of him to go down. Uh, he's obviously very fearful of, of being hit in the head. A little bit like Rui Patricio, by the way. I don't know if you saw that, but, uh, and we skipped that uh, past that one for Wolves. But West Ham, uh, I think it was Arnautovic. He managed to get, he, he was on the break, got past one, got past another, and then smacked it right in Patricio's face. And oh. Patricio, uh, he, yeah, it was an absolute gem. Patricio, he did one of those spider, Spider-Man goalkeeper training uh, uh, um, uh, things where he just comes out and makes his body large. I love that. Make your body large, mate. And, uh, and then of all uh, parts of his body to get hit, Bang, straight in the face. Uh, and, uh, you know, Petrček is obviously a little bit worried about that, but that's what he should have done. He didn't. And, uh, and Cardiff uh, uh, get, their first, uh, they get their first goal. So congratulations to them. Um, but Arsenal um, uh, came back into it. Obama Yang with that beautiful curler, which, you know, it's about bloody time. Obama Yang you know, because we've been waiting for that. Ward then comes back with a, with a lovely header and then Lacazette, uh, nine minutes from time, uh, scores the winner for, for Arsenal. And in what was, like you said, a very non-boring nil-nil, two-nil, whatever match. It just was, uh, uh, it was just, it was a, a, a real dinger, humdinger. It humdinger? was. Mate, yeah. the, most, the most difficult thing about this game was choosing which country I would visit. Because um, <laughs> Arsenal were requesting that I visit Rwanda with their sleeves. And yep. then, uh, obviously, Cardiff were requesting that I visit Malaysia with their shirt. And then, in, on the stanchion, or not the stanchion, in the, what do you call up it? The, the advertising hoarding. Up in the stands. Yep. Up in the stands is a bloody great big thing telling me to visit the Philippines. And then there was another one somewhere else telling me to visit, I can't remember where it was, Indo- Indonesia, <laughs> I think. I'm like, where the bloody hell am I supposed to go? Well, I I'm don't not, think they're, not, they're not... Yeah, they're not sure. That's the thing. They're not sure <laughs> which what one you're supposed to do. What is discerning fans supposed to do? It's like watching a match. Is it Malaysia? You know what? You know what? I think I might. I think I might go to Malaysia. I've heard nice things. It's promising. They don't yeah. recognize the state of Israel. It's a little troubling, but still, I'm off to Malaysia. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Rwanda? Rwanda, you say. All oh, these Arsenal lads, they want me to go to Rwanda. <laughs> Rwanda or Malaysia? Mm, I'm not sure. Oh, Jesus. Look, Philippines is an option. <laughs> Bloody hell. I don't know. What's the point? How many of these people at these games are going to go to these destinations? Stop it. I guess this might become a feature, mightn't it? And it's all, it, it's all sort of uh, to do with the, the sort of geography of it all. Because Malaysia and Philippines are sort of, sort, sort of near each other-ish. Uh, you know, so they'd be able. So visit Malaysia, Philippines and Indonesia. And then at Arsenal, you're going to visit Rwanda, uh, Cong- uh, Re- Republic, uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. And um, uh, give me another African country that could be near there. Uh, Chad. Uganda. Chad. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this might become a sort of geographical feature, you know. Uh, Mate, if, um, I, if I win the lottery and get enough money for one game on the uh, on on the on the sleeves of just Ronaldo, I'm going to pay for visit your mum. <laughs> Mate, what do you reckon the breaking point is monetarily for him to visit for him to actually put that down? You know, I could I could just imagine the. Uh, uh, there's a sort of discussion with him. You sit down with him and his agent. And you go, all right, listen me out, okay? Hear me out, okay? I know you're not going to think that this is very cool, but uh, in this next match, I want you to wear visit your mum on your sleeve. Uh, and he goes, I, no. I think no. Ronaldo doesn't have a choice. I think there's a bloke at Juventus who is selling sleeve sponsorship. That's his job. <laughs> if you go on LinkedIn, it says Chief Sleeve Sponsor Manager Juventus FC. You call him up. He's probably called Giuseppe, and you say, Oi, Giuseppe. I want Ronaldo sleeves one game, how much? And he's like looking down a sheet and he's going, four mil. What, you, 
Euros, euros or dollars? Euros, mate. Euros. Four mil. <laughs> All right, Giuseppe. Put me, put, me down, put me down for Kievo away. All right, for Kievo away, get your discount. It's only three and a half mil. All right, visit your mum. <laughs> Lovely. Stick it on there. <laughs> and he's walking outside the stadium. Anyone who wants it, come on. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, next one. Shirt sponsors. Roll up, roll up. Only four and a half mil. To Ronaldo, four and a half mil. Any of the others, three. Give you a discount. Love it. <laughs> Bernadeschi. Bye, Bernadeschi. Get Pjanic free. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, talking about shirt sleeves, um, let's move on. There's <laughs> like no segue there whatsoever. To Burnley versus Man United uh, uh, as our next, uh, our next match. Mate. Burnley, uh, we, we predicted uh, a Man United win and Manchester United duly delivered. Uh, uh, not, not exactly the scoreline that we, we, we thought. We both thought a 1-0, uh, but it was 2-0 in the end. Um, but um, uh, the talk of this one, well, there's a couple of... of, of, of Mate, there's uh, so pointers. many talking points about this game. Let yeah, me no, that's true. Okay. One, one, there was a banner flown above saying Edward with a specialist in failure. Two, <laughs> Jose... Credits Ed Woodward with winning the game after the game. <laughs> Comes out and says, Ed won 2-0. Three, uh, Pogba misses a penalty. Four, Joe Hart saves a penalty. Five, Manchester United appear to be playing in pink. Six, uh, Marcus Rashford gets sent off. Mate, it's talking ah. point central. Which, bearing it in is. mind, the game was pretty dull. Um, but somehow, lots of things <laughs> happened. <laughs> It really was. I mean, let's let's start with uh, let's start with a banner. Uh, let's start All with right. a banner. Ed 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 Wood Wood Ed Wood 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 Ed Wood Wood. I don't know. I can't even say his name properly. Ed Wood Wood, a specialist in failure. <laughs> I mean, I. I know that a couple of matches ago they were going to be doing this. Uh, they were going to be calling for Ed Woodward's uh, resignation. Uh, but well, apparently, um, apparently, the banner was originally going to say Ed out. Um, and then it was love, was it love? Love, love Man United, United, hate glazes, but it was just the initial. So it That's was L U H G. Now, yeah. Ed out, so E D space O U T, that's six, new line, seven, uh, and then the four letters. That's 11 characters. But yep. I'm telling you now, Ed Woodward, a specialist in failure, is a lot more. Mate, the budget went up. Someone did it. <laughs> Someone, someone's like, I've got some spare letters. You want them? You got enough for uh, Edward Wood, a specialist in failure? Let me have a look. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we can do that. All right. Like, <laughs> it's unbelievable. I, I mean, I, I think everybody must have had a bit of a chuckle. I'm not sure if Edward Wood knew that that was going to be coming out in the way that it was. Um, obviously, for for people that you know have been living on the moon, uh, Mourinho came out and with a, a wonderful quote. Uh, a couple of seasons ago uh, when Arsene Wenger was struggling to win uh, anything and said that Arsene Wenger was a specialist in failure. And now uh, the Manchester United fans (laughs) have decided to uh, um, uh, bring that uh, beautiful uh, quote back because we all love that quote, didn't we? I think it was one of the greatest, greatest things said in Premier League history. I think it's fantastic. Um, and, uh, and they've decided to, to bring it onto the banner. And, uh, and I, I, think it's, I think it's beautiful. Uh, you know, um, uh, me, an anti-Man United fan, loves it in many ways. But I, I have a feeling that a lot of the Manchester United fans themselves probably liked it as well. Um, 
And uh, judging by the way that he, uh, uh, Mourinho went to the fans uh, uh, after the match and applauded them uh, because they were singing his name all the way through. He's obviously got the backing of the fans. Uh, but will that be enough? What do you reckon? Well, I don't know about this, the, the fans cheering Jose thing. It almost feels as if the fans are being contrary. Like as if the media, the other fans, the socials and all of that stuff is saying that pretty much you've got a manager who is parking buses, playing boring football and is not winning. I mean, when you hire Jose Mourinho, you hire him for one reason and that's to win. You also mm. enjoy the, the press conferences are entertaining and everything, but you <laughs> want to win when you hire Jose. And when he doesn't, it's not fun having Jose around. Like, it's not a good idea to have him around when he's not winning. So It's fun so, for us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the meltdown is lovely. But, but like, so, it, I don't know, it felt to me as if those Man U fans are singing his name because everyone's told them that they shouldn't. And, and football fans are a contrary bunch. Like, you tell us one thing, we'll do the other. I, but I, I can't honestly believe that they're happy they can't be happy. They can't really be thinking, this is the man to get us out of trouble. Look at the way that he's attacking our own players. Like, this is exactly <laughs> what we need. Now, come on. That's not, that's not right. But, you know, they, they definitely were cheering his name. They definitely were singing it. He, he did clap them and go over. Like, barely five minutes seemed to go past in that game without a Jose Mourinho chant going up. I'm not quite sure what that's all about, but... Mm. Yeah. No, and, uh, uh, you know, he, he's... You know, it was lovely what he came out and said, but basically Ed Woodward uh, won 2-0, you know. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Did Ed come into the dressing room at halftime and go, you know what? No, he can't have done because it was already 2-0 at halftime. Was it, was it 1-0 at halftime? It was 1-0. I think um, it was 1-0. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, so um, uh, his quote basically was because uh, one of the uh, uh, one of the reporters did ask him about what he thought about the the, the banner, and uh, and they did say you know on the banner it says Edward, a specialist in failure, and I think when I think when he did that, Mourinho, I don't know whether he smiled or not, but inwardly he must have been having a little chuckle and and trying to <laughs> trying to hold back that you know the 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 laughs in there. Uh, he said, um, "quote I didn't see planes." <laughs> I am, I am not looking to the sky unless I am asking the guy for help. Uh, no, the, which guy guy. the guy is God. The guy is God, right? The guy is God. It's not Edward. Wood, Jose right? refers to the, the God, the guy. Yeah, he, he wasn't refer, referring to Edward Wood. Yeah, I was looking for the guy. There he was up on a banner. Uh, and um, uh, he said, Ed Woodward won this afternoon. Ed Woodward won 2-0. Now, I'd like to hear him say that physically i didn't actually hear him say that uh but and and want to hear him say that quickly edward would won this afternoon edward would won two nil <laughs> <laughs> well you we all know that jose doesn't say things too quickly so um very true edward would um, won this afternoon edward would won two nil <laughs> i can't do it <laughs> well done you can you can imagine kids in the playground trying that for their next tongue twister um right mate uh, uh uh, let's let's get on to the match uh, very quickly because we don't really have much time. Uh, um, uh, uh, Rashford sees red um, after last week. Uh, it was um, Richarlison, uh, obviously for Everton, doing that uh, uh, that pansy. Yes. I'm gonna stick my head half into you. Our favourite, our favourite. I've no longer got use of my arms, so I'm gonna wave my head around. Thing. Uh, I do not understand. Probably nothing. I don't do it at all. I will oh. briefly defend Marcus Rashford because Bardsley. Should have been sent off too. Should have, didn't. Well, yeah. Bardsley had a proper hack at him. 
Uh, he really um, did. And uh, which, yeah, they both should have gone. Which obviously, I'm not. I think the ref saw it because he booked Bardsley, didn't he? So yeah. now, if you're gonna if you're gonna book him for that, ugh, you know, we're gonna go down the Kennedy route uh, once again. I mean, it it was it was a bit of a Kennedy, wasn't it? What he did, uh, it the the ball was lost. I don't know why he's had a little bit of afters. It must have been something else because the you know the tackle and the the challenge was just a a normal sort of box standard run of the mill kind of challenge. They were off the field and then bang, he turns around and get, gives him a right old swipe um and uh, and it's it's just a kick i mean he's not gonna he's not putting the day the, the he's not putting rashford in danger you know of his career or anything it's just a nasty kick to the legs isn't he so um uh, i can see why rashford saw red in in both in both aspects but he just he just can't do what he just can't do what he did in the end can he so no 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 there's there's no excuse for it but i i felt that barsley should have should have gone as well yeah. mate explain oh, the manchester right. united kit to me Right. Okay. Now, uh, it's what uh, color it's, is that? It's it's is it maroon? Is it? Uh, um, <laughs> it's not dark enough to be maroon. It's pink, isn't it? Is it pink? It uh, pink. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it is. I think it's 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 sort of like a it's a, it's a red red pink. <laughs> red pink. I don't know. Uh, it's it is a pink. I, I don't. I'm not sure. What, I'm sure it's not called pink. Uh, but it's a sort of light, uh, a light sort of. It's, do you reckon it's the Man United shirts and they've put them in uh, 120? Oh, uh, they put them in with the red shirts. They were white, and they yeah, put them in with the. They put the away shirts in with the home shirts, and they've changed colour. That's what it is, mate. That's what it is. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's what that was. Kit man, Kit man, you've messed up again, mate. You've done it. This is not the first time, and you've really got to stop doing this to our kits. All right. Sorry, boss. Okay, all right. Well, boys, you're just going to have to wear them. Sorry, everyone. Come over here. Just get, get these on. Oh, boss, these are pink. No, they're not. All right? They were white. <laughs> they went into the thing, and they, they went in with the red shirts. Okay? Stop complaining. You're wearing these. Okay, boss. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I can't really, uh, can't really explain that color. It's uh, a very interesting sort of, uh, sort of pink, but, uh, but there we go. Let them wear it. Uh, yeah. As long as Ferguson doesn't... Uh, sorry. Mourinho doesn't pull a Ferguson X V Southampton change the kits. At that was time. great. Wasn't that great? Great. That was great. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was great as well. Mate, we're going to move on to the very last football match uh, of uh, uh, Sunday, which was the, uh, the fantastic match that, the clash of the titans at the top of the table, the the creme de la creme of all football. Don't we have to cover Europe? Don't you start, mate. Don't you dare. (laughs) We ain't going nowhere if we have to stay here another five hours to cover this one, buddy. Uh, (laughs) Mate, you've got to face up to it, I'm afraid. You've got to face up to your demons. Uh, uh, For for those uh, sort of listening, uh, which we know are not many, um, but... (laughs) We, we love you anyway. Uh, we, uh, Dave and I had a very quick chit chat about this uh, uh, before this match. And uh, um, uh, Dave was uh, explaining to me the emotions uh, and the tri- trials and tribulations that he goes through when Spurs do lose a match, how he doesn't like uh, uh, anything to do with football for the next 24, 48 hours afterwards. You might even sit down and read a book to try and get him off football. Uh, the classic anti-Martin oh, Martin yeah. Keown approach of mine. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, Martin. <laughs> I'm reading a book up yours. Um, and uh, but yeah, mate, you've got to face your demons. You've got to get over this one because this is not one that I think anybody was really expecting. Especially after Spurs went one nil out, 
2-1 for Watford. Uh, um, and Watford continue on this amazing bloody run that Troy Deeney seems to be taking them on. God damn, I hate him. 2-1 um, uh, to Watford. Mate, talk us through it. What happened? So, what happened is... Um, <laughs> to, this was a, time, very, this was a very physical match. It was, very, it right. was a very physical... Uh, Watford have got some big units. Decore, Kapue... Uh, even even the fullbacks in Holobas and um, even their flair players like Pereira, they're big physical players. And we, for what was it, 55, 58 minutes, matched them more or less in terms of effort and physicality. And we got lucky and they scored an own goal. I mean, it was just a pure luck of a goal. Yeah. And then, for some reason, the Tottenham players thought, well, that'll that'll do them. They've probably had enough. They'll buckle now and they'll just mm-hmm. let us win the game. But the opposite happened in that they tried <laughs> even harder. Um, and their trying even harder, coupled with our, oh, we've won it now, resulted in them winning it. Um, it was pretty, pretty terrible, actually, Tottenham's reaction once they'd gone in front. Um, mm. And they could not live. And it's not like Watford did some clever tactical switch or they were, were braver or anything. They just played harder they seem to be upset at the the fact that they'd gone behind to a silly goal and that galvanized them i thought that the ref didn't have a good performance but didn't have a good performance in that he was unnecessarily harsh on watford i mean i'm the tottenham fan and i'm watching the game going don't think that was a foul um (laughs) which so so i can't blame it on that the ref you were saying that when they were winning 1-0, right? Because I've done that as well. Like, if you feel like, ah, oh, you know, we're winning 1-0, that wasn't a foul. Had you been losing 1-0, I think you would have oi, what's going on? <laughs> well, but possibly, but I don't, I certainly wouldn't say that the ref was, it was anything to do with it. In fact, he, he was probably trying to help the other way around. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, just, they just lacked an intensity. And you can tell that from the fact that they scored two goals from set pieces. One of, I mean, Troy Deeney is not a big man. No. He's, he's, he's a competitor. He's physical. He played well. Him and, him and Gray had moments. And Watford are a decent side, and that crowd gets behind them. But mm. Tottenham, Tottenham lost this game rather than Watford won it. I mean, well, there's a couple, a couple of pointers on this one as well. I mean, could it, could it be, and this is, it, it, we've seen it happen so many times as well. Could this have been a bit of a hangover from the, the, Pretty darn right, incredible 3-0 match uh, up at Old Trafford. Well, let's also not forget that was a 3-0 match, which they weren't the better team in. The, hmm. You know, United missed bigger chances. And all right, they, they did well once they scored. But on you know, Tottenham won the first three games of the season, but there's problems in all of them. Um, and, and you've just been sugarcoating them, basically, because you've come away with well, the... Well, the, they're, the, they're a functioning unit. They, mm. are a, they are a team that have been playing well with, for, for three years. They know each other inside out. They know how to win games. But there is a sparkle missing. Sorry, Harry Kane is not fit or he's mm-hmm. tired or something's going wrong. Delhi had a poor game again today. Um, it was a strange decision, I think, to not play Dyer. Um, Dembele had a... a strange game winks looked good when he came on so perhaps should have played longer out of had one of his poorest games in a tottenham shirt that's not something that's solved mm-hmm. uh, ben ben davies is a very 
very what's the word he tries very hard and he's and he's good to a certain level but you're not going to win the premier league or get past the quarter final in the champions league with ben davies as your left back he's fine for 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 a newcastle at home or fulham at home game he's he's fine and and i'm quite happy to have him as a second choice left back but rose's ceiling is a lot higher than davies but something is up with danny rose and it might well not be Pochettino's fault because Rose obviously is a little bit temperamental. But mm. sell him and buy someone. Um, mm. yep. we, lost, we lost the Juventus game last year because um, the... Oh, what's the Juventus? His coach's name's gone right out of my head. Oh, Allegri. Allegri, sorry. Allegri spotted a problem at left back and, and noticed that Davies was slower than the rest of them. And brought someone on so Aldevero also doesn't want to stay apparently but like sell him just I mean obviously not to your Manchester United because it's one of your competitors but sell him somewhere I mean sell him to Galatasaray for all I care get rid of him (laughs) and get and get someone in who wants to play um yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult. You've you've touched on quite a few interesting points there. Uh, for, what, one of the first ones I suddenly thought was uh, in regards to Harry Kane. You almost feel a little bit like maybe, and again, wouldn't wish injuries on anyone, but maybe an injury like a calf injury that would keep him out for about three weeks or something. Nothing too hectic, but a, a, a little knock or some kind of injury might actually do him do him good. You know, to to have a couple of weeks off where he's sitting out and uh, and he's just got to mentally rest and get himself back into it. It almost feels like he has he he hasn't rested his brain right. I mean, it's because he's just been go 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 for for the last season and a bit now, and uh, and now he's expected you know. To, to carry this team uh, up front because I mean you know I mean if if you lose Harry Kane it's it's been already talked about quite a lot you know who have you got in there to to replace him really what have you got is Lorente still there I, I mean I don't even know who Lorente came, Lorente came on for the last ten minutes and was dreadful yeah no uh, I mean but he, and he will continue to be dreadful there's nothing you can do to fix that one I'm afraid uh, it's a it's a bad wine uh, but the other the other point that you sort of brought up there as well is, um, uh, you know, you, you've you've got issues at, at left back. You, you you're going to have to sort of try and 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 fix it all. But of course, it's too late, you know, unless you're going to be doing something in the January window, which which you might do. Um, but uh, but Spurs really weren't great, uh, were they? And I mean, it was a drab first half anyway. Came to life in the second half, uh, and you were just would you say that you just bullied off it basically mm. i mean that's yeah pretty much especially once we'd scored which was the disappointing thing about it i know, you know. lucas mora thought i thought he he had another good game i mean he was put himself yeah. about it, but uh it's just not enough just to have the one um mate I'll, I'll tell you what i'm gonna let you off lightly and we won't talk about it very much but we'll end on a positive note for spurs we did Son- win our most important game of the weekend yeah. <laughs> we did win our most important we had two games this weekend and we won the important one yep Song Song Hyun Min it will avoid military service and uh, and you will not have to purchase another football player. I should imagine that when he comes back, I'm not sure when he's due back, but he'll be due back pretty soon. Well, after the international break, of course. Um, 
mate, how will you be able to leave him out of, of any football team, let alone coming into the, into the Spurs team? Uh, although Mora has done very well, he's going to be buoyed, isn't he? And he's going to be ready to go. Uh, you would imagine it might even be a good time to, to rest Harry Kane uh, uh, and let him uh, and let Song Hyun Min come in and, uh, and do some of the dirty work. It's going to be a happy, 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 chappy. Oh, can you believe, mate? Like, how, how happy? If I told you, you had to go stand on a wall and point a gun at North Korea for two years unless you win a football match, how happy would you be? You'd be over the oh, moon. Mate, over the moon. Ecstatic. Uh, really woods. And, uh, and obviously, it's uh, uh, an absolutely fantastic uh, uh, thing for him. Uh, Song Min has uh, uh, Japan, sorry, South Korea beat Japan 2-1. Uh, to win the gold medal for the uh, 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 for the Asian Olympics, um, they were actually two 0 up as well, and uh, and uh, the Japanese managed to pull one back. Uh, but um, it uh, he made he was he was in tears when he came up. He was he was subbed uh, a, a, a few seconds from the end of the game, and he, he was in tears, mate. It was it was such a beautiful a beautiful story, and we've been talking about it. it's got it, you can't. It can't end in any other way, uh, uh, this one, because it really was a fairy tale, really, wasn't it? Glorious. It was lovely. It was beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Okay. Uh, with that, uh, that uh, concludes our Sunday review. We will take a short break and we'll come back very quickly because we really don't have much time uh, to talk about Europa. <laughs> what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. That's Hardaway, and it's a classic. Here's part three. Welcome, everybody, to part three, uh, our shortest uh, section of the podcast. I know that you'd probably like us to leave it and make it the longest because you just want to hear more all the time, but it's not going to be. It's going to be the shortest one. In fact, a lot of you, I'm sure, are just saying. Oh, We're not sake. groping Europe this week. We're just <laughs> lightly brushing up against it. Just gently caressing it. All no, right, it's okay. not caress. Caress. Why not? Let's, no, it's, let's... no, it's not that nice. It's more of a brush. Mate, all right. Listen, it's a, it's a kind of a weird one because it's not Europe, if you know what I mean, but it is sort of Europe and it's away from uh, uh, stuff that's going on. But uh, I'll, I'll start with just very quickly. The, the, uh, it's the 10-year anniversary for Man City. Uh, and uh, uh, since Shake It, Shake It, Man, Shake It, Man, Sore came in. Uh, and uh, 10 years since Robinho, mate. 10 years since oh, Robinho. Oh, What's Robinho up to now? Is he alive? Oh, I don't know. Well, he, he, he had that, um, uh, didn't he have a rape charge against him? <laughs> oh, yes. Is he in jail? Yeah, I thought he was supposed to go to jail. <laughs> it was like a suspended rape sentence. <laughs> if there is such a thing. Um, mate, yeah, okay, you're guilty of, of, of rape. But you, you don't have to go to jail just yet, mate. It's all right. Just hold on a couple more years till the end of your career and then you can go. Um, oh, I think Jesus, That's despicable if that is the case. It, yeah, no, I, I'm not sure if it's exactly that. But the, I, I know, the last I heard of it was that he was convicted, uh, but then there was um, a, a chance for him to, to, um, to say no, which, of course, he did. Uh, and I don't know what the result was from that. I don't think he, he would have got away with it. There you go. There's something for our next podcast. We can go back and check. Where is Robinho right now? Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's 10 years. So uh, congratulations, Man City, on, uh, on, on getting, getting that noisy neighbor thing going on and actually making the Premier League uh, really very exciting, I think, with, with uh, the way Manchester City have come in. I, I, would you say? Oh, it's nice for the City fans. Like, I know, every time I look at it, I just wish I could have bought Tottenham. 
mate, Levy, Levy. It would have been a hard sale, that's for sure. All right, let's go for Europa. Uh, you know, I think about that for Southampton as well, so don't worry. Uh, let's go for Europa, um, mate. We'll start. We'll start with Italy very quickly. Uh, and um, uh, Juventus, Juventus have won once again. It's their third or fourth game uh, that they've won. Uh, congratulations, Juventus, obviously for that. Uh, but uh, what, um, the headline here is uh, Ronaldo uh, has yet to score for Juventus. Yet his son, who has uh, been brought in and started to play for Juventus juniors. Uh, has already uh, he scored four on his debut uh, for Juventus. So uh, congratulations on that, mate. Yep. Two questions on that. Uh, three actually. Um, how old is he? I think he's about twelve. I think. All right. Uh, two. Yeah. Was he playing for Juventus A against Juventus B? <laughs> he may very well be. <laughs> Not entirely sure, but could have been. Could have been. Yeah. All right. Three. Is he called Ronaldo Jr.? I believe so. I believe that's his name, yes. He's, he's called Ronaldo Jr. I think. Oh, I'm not sure actually now, thinking about it. Damn. <laughs> is, he, is, he, is he Cristiano again? I think he's Cristiano Ronaldo Jr. I think oh, so. Bloody <laughs> the poor kid. <laughs> oh, he can't get out of that shadow now, can he? Although, if his dad is CR7, is he CR7 too? CR Junior. Well, it's like Neymar's got Junior, right? Why wouldn't I, I? I often wondered that. He's got Neymar Junior on his back, right? Well, that's so... because that's because his his dad is his agent as an insisted upon. It. <laughs> <laughs> I Nene. really genuinely think I do think that Papa Nene has written into Baby Nene's contract. Oi, <laughs> put the Junior on there. You remind people, huh? Let them know who dad. daddy is me. But dad, please, I can. I want my name. I want it. No. You can't. No. That's just the way it is. Come on, sharp. You put, you're putting Junior on the back of it, and I'm taking another 5% at your contract, right? <laughs> Don't talk back to me again. Mate, he doesn't even answer him, just slaps him in the face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Straight up. Sharp name. Uh, Dear, so Ronaldo yet to score. Ronaldo Jr., however, has scored four in his first game. That seems to be the uh, the big score story around the internet, the intranet, whatever. Um, uh, in other games, uh, it was a little bit boring. Um, uh, Inter won three 0 against Bologna, uh, but an interesting one was Sampdoria uh, uh, beat Napolitana three 0 <laughs> Thank you very much. In our running order, Davis decided to uh, uh, combine Bologna with Napolitana. Uh, I, I believe. I believe that's where you were going with, were you? Although Napolitana is a pizza and Bologna is a, 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 a pasta sauce. but uh, They're all something. <laughs> that's very true. Hey, Italians, you're all something. They I mean, they're all a dish of some kind. <laughs> oi, oi. Hello. <laughs> oi. You, you're a... <laughs> well, I'm not quite sure what a Juventus is, but I'm, I'm, I think it's probably tasty. Well, it's an old lady, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, right. <laughs> Got Mate, if, you, if you're calling that dish an old lady, sorry, that old lady a dish. It's a strange <laughs> thing to call a football team, isn't it? The old lady. Like, it is. It is. And of course, we're, uh, Napolitana are not only... Napoli are not only Napolitana, but they're also um, Napulus. Because... Yes, yes. Seri, yeah. Seri, yeah. Seri, <laughs> Seri Napoli. Mate, it's, going back to old lady as, as a nickname. So, I, obviously, over here in America, all of the teams have a name. So, uh, mm. 
the Golden State Warriors or the Oakland Raiders or the New England Patriots or the Minnesota Vikings. Now for NFL here, right? What no NFL, NBA, basketball, even the even the MLS teams like the Chicago Dolphins there as well, haven't you? I think that's That's Miami, mate. That's down in Miami. There's Dolphins. Uh, there's the Chicago Fire, there's the Seattle Sounders, whatever a sounder is, no one fucking knows, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, the Maple Leafs, there's a, there's a hockey team called the Toronto Maple Leafs. There you go. That'll inspire fear in the heart. There's a bunch of leaves coming at us. Anyway, there is supposed to be at some point an NFL expansion team in London. Right? They're, you know, they're talking about having the 33rd uh, yes. a London-based team. And I've always wondered what we would call the London NFL team. And I oh. decided that it should be called, in honesty, honor of Her Majesty, the Queens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the Queens, the Queens has connotations to, to uh, uh, homosexuality as well, yes, right? Yes, that's so... why it would be funny. That's why, <laughs> that's why it should be the NFL Queens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but mate, it's on a par. It's on a par with the, with the Chirin old ladies, which is what Juventus is. It is. It's pretty good. I can't trump that, uh, so uh, I really can't. So, well, my other option was because of bangers and mash. It could be the London bangers. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. I love it. And if they, and if they ever have the logo, would be a giant sausage. <laughs> Well, like a bendy sausage as well. It wouldn't just be a straight sausage. It would be like one with an that's explosion been in it. For with, a while. with an explosion like on it that went bang. <laughs> like a Kransky cheese all over the place. Yeah. And obviously, if they were the London Queens, they'd have a Majesty's head, like what you have on a stamp. That would Mate, be could they be both? They'd be the Queen Bangers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wrong. Cheeky little scamp. I'll be having that. <laughs> the London Queen Bangers. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, bangs right. and queens. <laughs> where, where, where can we do that? Oh, mate, King's Cross. That's right. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard. Anyway, so I don't think that's where the queen lives. No, it's got a Buckingham bloody palace. <laughs> um, uh, all right, okay. Look, enough of that. All right. <laughs> um, Please, before we get arrested for treason. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll skip straight on to uh, Spain, where uh, there's two, mate, there's two highlights here. Uh, the first one, I think, is, is a, bigger, uh, a bigger story, and that's uh, Atletico Madrid have lost uh, to Celta Vigo 2-0. Uh, and Diego Simeone has come out and said that it's the best thing that could ever have happened to them. Oh, I see. It's like clock, clock and, and Alison wanting to get it out of the way. <laughs> there you go. Cholo is more like... This is the best thing that can happen to like, how like, how was he expl- was it, did anyone say how do you work that out Diego were they all too scared of him no all too scared mate they really they were like <laughs> next question Jorge <laughs> okay <laughs> no uh, I don't want to ask can we leave, yeah, leave. Diego gracias gracias por todo thank you very much for giving the money to my mother for her operation thank you gracias uh, gracias <laughs> No, mate, they would not dare ask him why. Uh, although he did give an explanation saying that it was a, uh, a wake-up call, basically. So 2-0 uh, 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 down. But the other big story was uh, Barcelona um, uh, versus Huesca, who I didn't even know were a team. Huesca. Huesca, uh, <laughs> me out of here, please. Um, Oy, but hey. <laughs> uh, mate, um, Barcelona struggled in this match, and they only, uh, they only managed to score eight. 
uh, against Huesca. So uh, 8-2 was the the final result for that one. Uh, So uh, I'm not entirely sure what uh, what which team uh, Huesca decided to field uh, but they probably decided to field the under nines that's the only thing I could think of so that they uh, Ronaldo Junior was playing for them maybe I, I think so I think so Although he scored four so two of them were invisible goals obviously well they could have done um, a Jonathan Woodgate and scored own goals you didn't stay hey. then they went in <laughs> <laughs> you only do that when you play for Real Madrid. All right, no, no one else. All right. um, mate, it was uh, yeah, it was eight eight two. Uh, so, uh, but uh, you know, it, and and there's got to be a problem with uh, uh, with uh, w- with a league where one of the teams wins eight two, and we don't even kind of question it. You know, we don't even kind of sort of think too much about it type thing. You know, it's just it just seems to me to be a little bit off. You know, eight two. I mean, where do you get the enjoyment? From that, you know. What's, what's well, if you're a Barcelona fan, probably goals four through eight, probably, <laughs> probably all the way through. Mate, uh, I think uh, uh, Messi got two, Suarez got two, Rakitic. I mean, because they were just having a glut. Rakitic, Alba, Dembele, and another. Uh, inch- oh, and an own goal for Pulido. Uh, there we go. So as if it wasn't enough. Um, so uh, uh, and Real Madrid uh, uh, bail on target once again. Uh, helping uh, for a 4-1 win against Leganes. 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 Uh, we'll quickly brush over Germany. There really wasn't that much happening over there, at least not that I saw. Bayern Munich uh, beat Stuttgart uh, away from home 3-0. Surprise, surprise. And I think we'll finish up with um, the amazing news and the fantastic news, I think, for all uh, and sundry uh, and the lovers of the footballing world. Yaya Torre has completed his much protracted uh, transfer to Olympiakos. And the happiest person about this is uh, his agent, who yet again has made a pile of money. <clears throat> <laughs> I believe, I believe his agent. There was some, there was some speculation on Twitter uh, about where, some spec, some speculation about where Yaya would be going on Twitter, and I can't remember the name of the team that was that was mentioned, but the agent, the agent from the agent's account. I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. Uh, tweeted back, no, that club doesn't do good birthday cakes. So wasn't it West Ham? It could well have been, but it, which, yeah. whoever, it doesn't matter. If you, as the agent, are tweeting back, their birthday cakes are no good. You are having a fucking laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you are really laughing at everyone's expense. You're like, I am making so much money that I can make jokes at my own expense. <laughs> It was, yeah, no, it was under Dimitri Seluk. There you is, go. Uh, is the, uh, the agent's name. And of course, he's had this wonderful reputation of just going rogue. And uh, <laughs> just, uh, I'm really absolutely shocked that, uh, that uh, uh, Torre hasn't got rid of Selic. Uh, I really don't understand. After everything that happened um, uh, uh, with, uh, with Man City, I think it was beautiful what Guardiola did to him, you know, absolutely beautiful. And, uh, and I think it was, uh, uh, it, you know, it was just something that, that really needed to be done. Um, but uh, Selleck on his Twitter account actually came out and said, um, and this was uh, just, it was about four or five days ago, that uh, Toure has passed a medical in London and is close to signing a new contract. <clears throat> and I think it was in that, it was in return to that, he said, uh, he said, it's not West Ham, 100%. Yaya is a champion. The last place is not for him. So, <laughs> yeah. 
I think what he meant was like that's the last place he'd go. Basically, Wait, Sam, are you fucking yeah, joking? Yeah. <laughs> You're kidding, mate. No, sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, and it was the uh, it was it was Crystal Palace, by the way. He said it's not Crystal Palace, hundred uh, um, percent. That uh, that he's he's not going there because of the birthday cake business. So uh, oh, there you go. Oh dear. Anyway, um, oh, there was there was one thing. I'm so sorry. I, I wanted to mention in in and this is we're just going back to the Wolves. Uh, game against uh, against West Ham, mate. Did you see the Creswell challenge? No. On on um, uh, I can't remember who the who it was. It was out on the right wing. Uh, have a little bit of a look at it, basically, but because uh, Aaron Cresswell basically goes full blooded into uh, uh, into into one of the Wolves players, and I I, I kid you not, I, I, this is something that I think people need to be far more cautious. And the referee has completely missed this one. He's gone in. Elbows flying straight smack into into the wolves. Uh, uh, I think the wolves either right back or right winger, and smacked him over, uh, possibly Jota. And uh, and you you can see it. It's a little bit of a scary sight. But when you when you see the the player fall, his head literally whiplashes from left to right, uh, uh, as if some sort of you know tremendous gravitational pull has suddenly just you know g-forced him over to to one side and it's it's a really horrific uh, horrific challenge i wanted to bring that up and i didn't bring it up and i just suddenly well, what a it. lovely way to finish the podcast mate <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much absolutely i thought so as well Lead. for those of you who have made it yeah. this far jason has rewarded you with a tale of violence and encouraged <laughs> you to go watch it for yourself <laughs> i seem to be doing that quite a lot recently as well don't i it's just a, it's all about violence i'm not a violent man you know, so well, you're not. You're watching it, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you uh, very much, everybody, for listening. Uh, uh, thank you, Dave, uh, thank you. for everything as well. Uh, we will return. Now, we're not going to return this week, uh, this Friday, uh, because it's the international break. Uh, the uh, home, the home nations. Sorry, the uh, League of uh, of Nations is uh, commencing. And uh, but what we will do is we'll come back on Monday or Tuesday with a bit of a review from uh, uh, from the matches that England uh, and uh, and other international teams have played. Um, but we're not going to uh, uh, go and actually preview any of them. Uh, we'll just review them next uh, next week. So uh, take a little bit of a break this weekend. Premier League's taking a break. So we're taking a break. And uh, and let's hope you don't go and break anything. Hey. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Three, four.